0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain and that's why it- Everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviors Do you know what one of my New Year's goals was, was to finally stop eating so much fucking trash and actually start to eat healthily, eat more at home, cook more, all that jazz. Well, thanks to the most recent book we've been doing in our book club, I have identified what I need to do, the next steps I need to take in order to make this actually happen and not just remain a goal that is never fulfilled. And so I started Hello Fresh. I have never been more excited in my fucking life. Um, it arrives every Sunday for me and Bo, and we do three days a week of it. And it is truly delightful. I've already had some amazing meals that I would never have thought to cook before. And I was, at the beginning of this, I was like, do you know what, if I even get one new recipe out of this goddamn thing that I'll then keep in my little book and I will pull out when, you know, I want to make a nice meal, I can cook something different, I'd be happy with that. But so far, I've had six different meals and only one of them I was like, hmm probably wouldn't have again. We are eating fresh. We are eating varied. We are eating exciting and I'm fucking all about it. And so I have got a little discount for ye, my favourite people. Um If you would like to try Hello Fresh, you can get 60% off your first box and then 30% off your following three boxes. I mean, that's a huge fucking discount. I joined up on a discount and it is truly cheaper than going to the shops, buying a load of food, not knowing what you're going to fucking cook and then throwing half of it away. So if you want to try HelloFresh and be healthy and clean eating just like me, the link is below in the show notes to get your 60 and then 30% off. HelloFresh, because I am going to be a skinny, healthy bitch in 2021. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. How exciting to have a HelloFresh ad rather than Audible. Yes, I like to promote things that I am truly interested in and are truly changing my life. And I feel like Audible and HelloFresh are definitely those things. Um Honestly, I've never ate so well. I'm going to start uploading pictures to my Instagram of what I'm eating Nobody probably cares, but, um, I just want to be one of those people that like wears a crop top and hashtags clean eating. That's just my goal for 2021. Anyway, hello today. We are doing a question and answer because I haven't done one in ages and something that's becoming apparent is. A lot of people have a lot of fucking questions. Um, please, if you've sent me a question and I haven't answered it, it's not because I don't care. It's not because I don't love you. It's because I got three goddamn children and I'm trying to fucking run my Patreon and I'm trying to run my fucking life. And, um, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but yes. So I'm here today to answer your questions. So I did ask people to send me voice notes so that I could actually put them on the podcast. I thought, wouldn't that be fun? Um, But everyone seems to hate their voices. And so I'm going to read them to you in my dulcet tones. So the first one is from Emma Jane. And she says, hi, Fran. I sound like a farmer. Okay, um. So, no way, my voice noting, but on the podcast, you talk about vision boards and visualizations. But do you ever journal, and do you use journal prompts for manifestations? I love you, book club guru. Can't even say that, book club guru. Um. So, journaling, or otherwise known as scripting, very interesting. The only thing I've ever read about journaling is part of the Miracle Morning book. So with the Miracle Morning, you do a SAVERS in the morning. It's an acronym. I can't remember what they are, but um, one, one of the S's in that SAVERS is scripting or scribing. Um, and when you asked this question, I did do a little bit of research because I was like, well, what is journaling? I mean, it seems pretty obvious, but let me find out. And so once I started Googling it, I was like, why am I not fucking doing this? I think I'm missing a goddamn trick. Basically, You sit down with a journal, and this should be fun. It's basically like visualization, but in creative writing year nine mode. Um, It's a little bit like what's that weird pornographic where you make Harry Styles have sex with Louis? Um, I'm too old for this, but I don't know why I know. Fan fiction. It's basically fan fiction, erotic fan fiction for your own goddamn life. So you're writing in the present tense. For my example, I wake up, I press the button to open my blinds, and I'm in my dream home, and I'm overlooking what is out my window. Oh my God, it's my pool. And I've just remembered that today is the day of Bohemia's birthday pool party. Because I'm one of these people, my ambition in life is to have quite an ordinary house. I don't want to have a huge house. I don't want to have something massive to heat and clean. I don't want to have something that scares me at night because I'm on my own. I want quite an ordinary house, but I actually do want an outdoor pool. Like, you know, you you see those ordinary houses where you go in the back garden, you're like, oh damn, you have a pool. That's my vision in life. So anyway, I'm looking down and there's the pool and it's Shoreditch House vibes. And um, I go downstairs and my house is exactly how I want it to be. I basically want it to be decorated like my London apartment was, which is like my dream decor, like herringbone floor, a lot of oak, white plants. Anyway, that's my aesthetic. Um, My cat, Sweet Pea, is just like asking for its breakfast. Everything's clean. My beautiful daughters are all well behaved and, and, you know, loving their goddamn lives. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? So that's, that's scripting basically or journaling. You're describing your life in the present tense. Then you could be like, and I open the door and my beautiful husband is standing there and he comes in and he's, and he's got me a bunch of flowers. Like whatever your fucking vibe is, um, you, you basically write it in the present tense. It's a fan fiction of your own goddamn life. Um, so I have decided that I am going to start doing this, um, partly because The month of February, I am doing Wait for It, Miracle Morning. I'm so excited. Is it an ambitious thing to do when you've got four month old twins and a four year old that you're homeschooling and you're in fucking lockdown? Yes, it is. But you know what? There's no time like the fucking present. And what I do find in lockdown is especially in the first lockdown, I was always trying to like wish the days away. I was always trying to like wake up late because I wanted the day to be shorter because I just wanted to get this shit over with. But it's very apparent now that this is going to be our life for some time and I better fucking get used to it. And I don't want to wake up every day wishing it away. I want to wake up every day ready and excited for the day and trying to make the most of it. So do you know what? There is no better time for um the Miracle Morning. And part of the Miracle Morning, as I said, was doing, I think it's 10 minutes or whatever you can do of journaling or scribing each day. So thank you for this question, Um, because I am actually going to start doing it and I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to my own erotic fan fiction of my own life. Next question is Ravinda. Oh, I'm not going to say surnames, I know. That's just weird. Ravinda. I don't like the sound of my own voice too. Okay. Everyone has issues with the sound of their voice. Tips and tricks on what you do to be more productive and what do you do to relax and zone out? So to be more productive, if I find myself in a real procrastination rut, there's a certain book that I read, which is called Get Your Shit Together. It's by a lady called Jen, I think, from memory. And that really gives me a little kick up the bum. But sometimes you can't even be bothered to fucking pick up the book. So I get your feeling. The one thing, the one tip I've heard, and I think maybe it's from that book. Yes, I think it is, is when you're feeling completely unmotivated and procrastination-y and unproductive is they say, get up, and clear one shelf in your house. It could be a bathroom shelf. It could be a bookshelf. It could be that cupboard in your kitchen that is just fucking overflowing and shit falls out every time you open it. We all have one of those go in and clear that one shelf. And actually the momentum from doing that will then make you like you'll raise your vibration, you'll feel better, you'll feel productive, and then you'll look for another thing to do. You just need to get that ball rolling. And so start it with something really small and easy to do, i.e. clear one shelf. And how to switch off and have downtime? Well, Up until recently, I didn't actually realise that I had a problem with switching off. But what I was finding was every spare second that my children were asleep, I was like, right, I have to work. I mean, this whole Patreon vibe is a fucking, it's a lot of work. I did not anticipate it being this much work, but I'm loving it. So I'm not complaining. Um, But I didn't have any off time. And then, ironically, from the book that we're doing on the Patreon, they actually said, you know, you have to divide your time between when you're productive and when you're not. And I was like, fuck, I'm not doing that. And so now I actually designate time. So from Friday night until basically a weekend until the Monday, I do not do anything. What I consider is like work related. And that now includes like posting things on Instagram for law of attraction change my life. I'm not doing things for my salon. I'm not doing things for my Patreon. I'm just not really feeling like I have to do anything. Sometimes I, I might do if it's there and I'm like, oh, I just want to reply to this person quickly. But as a rule, I don't feel guilty for not doing anything. And then as soon as it's Monday, I feel refreshed. I feel great and I'm back on it again. Um, and so I think just designating that time, you choose either two hours a day. You know, some people decide that they're going to switch their phone off at eight o'clock or nine o'clock and that's it. After then you are not contactable. You, um, you just relax. Um, another thing I like to do sometimes is I just put my phone on flight mode in a different room because I'm too fucking lazy to get up and go and get it. So when I'm watching TV, I don't find myself just scrolling or looking for things to do. Um, I truly do sit down and relax and be like, right, this is my off time. Okay, so a few people said that they did send me voice notes on Instagram, but I looked and I couldn't find them. So I don't know if I'm just stupid, but I don't know. I could not find them. So apologies if you sent me a voice note question. I can't find it. Jade Denise asks, hey Fran, how long did it take you to believe so much in the law of attraction from when you first heard it to when you let go of thinking things were just coincidences to when you had complete faith in it? So I would say that my very first experience with the law of attraction where I was like, holy moly, this really works. And I fucking live for these moments was, I think I've mentioned this before, when I was writing a book back in 2008, and I was listening to the same song on repeat. And I used to imagine myself writing this book and being on TV and promoting the book and basically showing this guy that dumped me what was fucking up. And the BBC documentary came out. And when they did like a little montage of me signing books and my books at the press and all this kind of stuff, that song was playing. And I remember, I remember it as clear as yesterday. I was sitting in my mum's little lounge and I was like, Oh my God, the law of attraction works. And she was like, What? I was like, It fucking works. This, this is the song. Like, this is exactly how I pictured it in my head. This is wild. Um, so that was when I really started uh, the first point that I really remember that I really like my faith gathered pace. Um, and then I would have to say after that, was meeting my ex-husband. I mean, if you've not heard the story of how I met my ex-husband, fucking rewind, go back in time. It's on a podcast here somewhere. There's also a YouTube video. It is the most singular, crazy story that I've ever heard in my goddamn life. And I, I mean, I'm saying a story I've heard. It is me. I heard myself say it. Um, That really cemented my belief in the law of attraction. I mean, how many million to one must that be that you print out a picture of somebody that you have no idea who the fuck they are? And three years later, like put it on your vision board. And then three years later, you go on a blind date. And it's with that very same person. I mean, fuck, mate, that, that is impossible. Well, it's not impossible, it happened. Um, but I would say that that was definitely the point where I was like, I have no doubt in my mind. And what's beautiful about the law of attraction is, you know, with some things like you're on a hype and you first learn about it and you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then you gradually like peter off and you sort of lose faith in it or you forget about it. The thing about the law of attraction is, if you consistently apply it in your life you will start to have things happen and they'll become bigger and bigger things and they're things that you can't ignore and you're like okay that's not a coincidence and so your faith in it becomes stronger and then when your faith in it becomes stronger your manifestations become stronger because you believe in it and the belief is the hardest part um And that's why I love sharing my experiences with the law of attraction. And that's why I love now that all you guys share them as well, because we're just having so much evidence that it works and so many testimonies and so many experiences being shared. It only helps people to strengthen their belief, Um, because trust me, once you have the belief down, my lord, you can do whatever the fuck you like. Lucy asks, what would you recommend your law of attraction routine be? Once you have completed the magic, do you continue the high vibes and manifestations going? In a word, no, Lucy. (laughs) I am not disciplined enough to keep the absolute. I mean, every time I've done the magic, I basically wake up every day and I feel like I'm on holiday. I get that feeling that I'm on holiday. It is the wildest manifestation process that I've ever done. And I've done it probably six times now. Every single time my life has dramatically changed from beginning to end. Um, Whether that change be I've gone from being in an unhappy marriage to deciding to be single and moving out on my own or wanting a baby and not knowing when it's going to happen to at the end of it being pregnant with a girl like Do you know what I mean? Like all these things. Uh, The last time I did it, I really, really didn't know how I was going to survive. My salon has now been closed for months. I'm basically fucked. Um, And by the end of the month, this podcast had become my job. And that's just mind blowing. Like this has become my fucking job. I don't think you understand what that means to me. It's meant the difference between, I mean, six weeks ago, I was in the Sun newspaper talking about how I was living off of a self employed grant because we couldn't open beauty salons. And now I'm like, beauty schmooty, what? I'm a fucking podcaster, bitch. So it's just been truly life-changing. But... I'm a little bit ebb and flow. I quite like I almost relish having a couple of lows in my life because not lows, but, you know, getting into that comfy thing, because I know that at any point I can pull myself out of it and raise my vibration using the law of attraction and using uh, processes like the magic. So do I keep up that level? do I fuck. It's hard enough to do the 28 days as a lot of you will know trying to do it. It is fucking hard. Um, but no, I don't if I'm honest with you. Um, but what I do do is about three or four times a year, I will do it to completely raise my vibration to get a result that I want to kick start my life if I'm feeling a bit of a rut. And it works every single time. So honestly, if you're listening to this and you're on day 10 or day six of the magic, please apply yourself because i'm telling you it's worth it i'm telling you it is absolutely incredible my brother in law and my sister are doing it currently my brother in law was freaking out like to the point he couldn't sleep and stuff they're on day 6 now and it, i saw him tonight and i was like how's the magic going and he's like don't worry they're my single parent support bubble before anyone fucking calls the police on me um and he was like i have to admit my fortunes have changed like my, the tables have turned like yeah the tide has turned on what was a really shit situation for him. And he's only on day six. So please, please do stick with it if you're doing it. As we move into 2021, it's an excellent time for a fresh perspective into life. Are we really following our happiness and our most fulfilled path? And is the law of attraction working in our lives? Are we living our most authentic selves to naturally attune to the law of attraction? I came across a service from trulydivine.com. They offer in-depth astrology and numerology, birth charts and relationship readings. Now, I've never had this done before, but my God, mine was fucking accurate. It was actually scary. And because I'm not in a relationship with a man. I asked, can you do the relationship between me and all three of my daughters? Now, obviously, Reva and Laveau's birth charts are exactly the fucking same because they're twins. Um, But Bohemia and mine, it was insane. Like, honestly, these are such in-depth readings. They're easy to understand and is a shockingly accurate reading into my personality traits and overall life direction. But a lot of the personality traits and the things that they say, and I do try to think when I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, would this apply to my mum? Would this apply to my sister? Would this apply to my best friend? And actually, they truly wouldn't. So for example, in my Uranus opposition, the ascendant and in the sixth house and unafflicted, I mean, fucking, I don't know what that means. It says you like excitement and freedom in relationships and attract people that show you ways to alter your daily routines. I mean, how insane is that? Like I did literally marry someone who was like, you need to quit your job and start your own business and live your best life. Combining astrology and numerology can give you a highly accurate composite view of your personality and life direction, including your uniqueness, strengths, challenges and emotional triggers. Understanding these aspects of your personality allow you to understand your own thought patterns, which, keep you, which might have kept you stuck in repetitive cycles for so many years. I would highly recommend their services to anyone who is interested in numerology, astrology and discovering yourself from a very unique perspective. If you're on a path of self-knowledge and awareness, or even if you're just looking for an in-depth, complete reading of your birth chart, you can use a discount code. Now, the discount code is LOA for a limited time and you get 30% off. Trust me, if you're into this shit, you will be amazed. I mean, I've never been one for like astrology, but uh, this did shock me. Anyway, you can learn more details and their services at trulydivine.com. Okay, back to the questions. Next question is from Carla. I'd love to know what got you into the law of attraction and who your inspirations are. Um, It was a old friend of mine called Grace. She taught me about it and we read The Secret and I was like, holy moly, this is life changing. Um, And I've loved it ever since. And who my inspirations are. Um... We'll be back after a quick break. sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun, please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Do you know who my inspirations are actually? I feel like, not my inspirations, but I feel really happy that so much money and power that used to go to um, agencies and, you know, like modelling agencies who would tell you you're too fat or PR agencies um, who would make people celebrities and they would take like their 20% and all of these kind of gatekeepers of wealth and fame and um, opportunities. I think thanks to social media, there's now so many people on Instagram who are just doing their own fucking thing. Like influencers, how incredible that big fashion houses are now, instead of paying an agency, who then give a model like a tiny fraction of the the price, they're actually going directly to influencers who are basically working from their bedrooms, sometimes in their mum and dad's houses. And they are just working directly and making money for themselves and making a name and a brand for themselves. So they're not massively like my inspiration, but I was watching a TV show the other day about celebrity and how it's changed. And I just think, shout out to anyone who is... Just making their own shit up. (laughs) Like they're just making their own shit up in their bedroom and posting things and they're making shit happen. Um, one of our listeners is called Molly Hull and she has a huge Instagram account. And I just think fucking go you. Like she has a very unique nose. Although is it unique? It's probably not. It's just because so many people have fucking nose jobs. We think it's unique. And she has like all this merch that's called like big nose gang and she shows you can be absolutely beautiful with a non what's the word I'm looking for a non-conformist uh, or whatever knows and she is fucking beautiful she's very glamorous and just people like that I feel like fucking go you you go Glen go. Summer says I'd love to know more about you changing from the nine to five job to owning your salon maybe one for an off topic could be or I could answer it now. So it was not an overnight thing. Um, I decided to get a spray tan uh, course and tent and machine and thingamajig for my birthday one year. And the plan to begin with was that I was going to spray tan one to two people a week. And then with that money, I would pay someone to spray tan me because basically I had a spray tan and it changed my fucking life. And I was like, I need to look like this all the time. Um, So I started just spray tanning a couple of people. And then before I knew it, Every night I'd get home from my nine to five at six o'clock. I'd literally turn up on my flat at six o'clock and my first client would be waiting for me. And I would sometimes be tanning till like half ten at night. This took a little while to build up, of course. I did that for about a year and a half, two years until my ex-husband was like, do you know what? You need to just quit your job. Like you're tanning. You can make more money doing that than you can sit in an office nine to five. And I finally took the plunge. I'm very, very thankful to him. He, um, we moved into a beautiful penthouse in Shoreditch and he paid the rent for a year. And he was like, look, rent your apartment out. So you've got that as like a little bit of a buffer because obviously going from a full-time salary to just doing spray tanning, I would have felt really poor. So he was like, use the, the rental income of the flat. Honestly, I think my ex-husband should be a life coach because he'd be very good at it. Um, and so for a year, I had that money and I didn't have to pay any bills. So that was fantastic. And I gradually built the business up and up and up. And I put certain things in place like having a, an online booking system. But the problem is, is in winter, tanning is really dead. Like no one wants a goddamn tan in winter, apart from like my diehard Irish girls. Um, and so I I started learning other things. Well, I learned how to do lashes. Um, this l- Russian lady taught me over a period of about six months. And it was one of the hardest things I have ever learned. But actually, once I had lashes and tans together, that was enough to like really have a great business um I went through a couple of like places I did it from home for a good couple of years, and then I started mum my, my ex husband and I shared a shop at one point, so he had like a property development company, so him and a couple of guys would be like in desks upstairs, and then I would be down in the basement, so all my poor clients would have to like walk past all these ma- It was fucking bizarre, like I don't know look, do you know what? no one starts with the fucking perfect salon. I spent years doing it from my tiny little kitchen. Then I did it from my other apartment where I like used the spare bedroom and then all the spray tan turned the blinds fucking brown. And then when we moved out, my poor ex-husband had to pay like two and a half thousand pounds in damages. Oh my Lord. Um, Looking back, he wasn't that bad. Um, And then I did it from... Uh, then I did it from sharing a shop with my husband. Then I rented a room in a salon that was proper grotty, like lovely girls to work with, but it was proper grimy. It was basically, I was spray tanning in a corridor. And if anyone wanted to go to the toilet, you'd have to like pull this curtain around. It was grim. It was fucking grim. But you know what? Our service was so good. And the product was so good that people came. We were fucking busy. And it was probably five, years after I started that I actually managed to buy my own salon along with my friend and it was the absolute best thing I ever did. Um, when you're self-employed especially if you're working from home it can be really lonely even if you see clients and so to actually be back in a workplace with colleagues there's like 12 of us that work there um it's an absolutely amazing feeling and just to not be working in your home like to be out i'm sure everyone is feeling that at the moment like your work and your living space being in the same space it fucking sucks and so to go out to the salon it's just it's been one of my lifelong dreams come true and I bloody love my salon and I can't wait for it to open. Oh, she has a second part to her question. You go, Summer. So... After doing the magic and the power of focus, I feel like things are improving in my life because I'm putting practical steps in to make it happen. But at the same time, I'm also making sure that I'm feeling a massive amount of gratitude for everything that's happening and still to happen. How do you keep the belief that the universe and the law of attraction is working for you rather than just the steps you're implementing yourself? Or is this the same thing? I'd also like to say a big thank you for the book club. So part of the law of attraction is action. Inspired action, strategy, it's all kind of the same thing. And I think that's why a lot of people that start off discovering the law of attraction soon move on to like self development and stuff like that. Now, if you had read The Power of Focus and other business books and other motivational books and you were taking the action, but your mind was not in gratitude, if the whole time you're like, this isn't going to fucking work, oh God, I hate doing this, and you had a negative mindset, I'm telling you now, even though you were doing the steps, you would not have good things happen. Your life wouldn't be improving. Your business wouldn't be improving, even though you were taking the action. The gratitude is absolutely crucial, absolutely key to these things working. So doing the two in conjunction... You are fucking killing it. You're killing it. You're on your way up. I'm fucking excited for you. But yes, take the action. Law of Attraction isn't sitting back and wishful thinking. It truly is a combination of the two. Good luck, Summer. You're going to get there. Vanessa says, I would love to know how you figure out how to discover what makes you happy, how to learn to love yourself, gain self-confidence and a positive self-image. Vanessa, I wish every woman and man and child to have this. And I feel like I've only really discovered it in the last kind of year or so. Um, When you start to love yourself and you don't rely on outside opinions, it's amazing because it's actually unshakable. It kind of doesn't matter what happens or what people think or what people say to you because you know inside how you feel about yourself. And that's an incredible, incredible thing. Uh, I think especially for women, it's so important for us to not just uh, value ourselves and what we look like. I mean, I'm 35 and I feel better about myself now than I did in my 20s. And you know, I was fucking skinnier and hotter in my 20s. Let's be honest. But I feel so much better about myself now. And it is an absolutely priceless thing to spend time to give yourself. Um, And how to discover what makes you happy. You will get that feeling. Have you heard that song that seems to be on the radio all the time at the moment that's like, I have my best nights without you. I fucking love that song because that's how I ended up feeling about my husband. I was like, I truly have my best nights without you. In fact, every ex. Your vibration will tell you. The vibes will let you know. You will get a high vibrational feeling when you are doing certain things or you're around certain people. For me, it's when I'm creating. If I'm making videos, if I'm doing photography, if I'm creating podcasts, anything that is creative, I am on like an energy high. There's certain people that I'm around or certain things I have to do where it's like an energy vampire. I feel drained. I feel almost physically ill. I think we've talked before about how when I was in my nine to five, I physically made myself ill. I manifested migraines and it was awful. Um So your vibes will tell you. Learn to trust your instinct. Learn to trust your gut, even when it's scary to. Sometimes your gut is telling you that the person you've been with for 10 fucking years, you ain't feeling the vibe. You have to be brave enough to acknowledge it. Um, But we all have it inside us. And the great thing about your instincts is the more you use them, the stronger they become. So good luck with that. Maggie asks, Persistence. How do you keep shit going when life kicks in or how to overcome the can't be asked vibe? We all have that, Maggie. We all have it. It happens to the best of us. I would love to know what Tony Robbins' procrastination days look like because I bet even he has them. Um, there's a lot of strategies and that's why I'm so excited about constantly learning about self-development and strategic thinking. So Tony Robbins always says, I'm not a specialist in positive thinking. I'm a specialist in strategic thinking. You have to put strategies in place in your life. And I've done podcasts on this, on self-discipline. You can't rely on motivation all the time. You can't be motivated 100% of the time, but you can be disciplined. Self-discipline, I would say, is number one. Um Raising your standards so there's certain things that you must do, i.e. I might slob out on my sofa, flicking through Instagram and watching 10 hours of fucking Netflix serial killer documentaries and miss an appointment with a friend or uh, saying that I would do a certain piece of work and I don't do it. But my standard is that I would never, ever um, miss picking my daughter up from school, for example, or be late for that. I would also never, ever be late for a client or miss a client. So that's like raising your standards. So obviously I need to raise my standards a little bit more and make other things inclusive of that. I don't know if that's making sense. It's getting very late here, but self-discipline basically is the key. I did do a podcast on it about two months ago. So I would go back, listen to that and also look up on YouTube or ever Will Smith self-discipline. He has a lot of great videos about um, how to discipline yourself and truly it's boring, but that's the only way forward. Also, another thing i would just say quickly is when you are in alignment and you're doing something that you are truly in alignment with and is for you, you won't feel can't be bothered. You won't feel like you want to procrastinate. You will feel like you want to get up and fucking do it. Just get started. And if the vibe is high, you'll want to keep on. If the vibe is low, say goodbye to it. Anyway, that's all your questions. Thank you so much to everyone who sent one. Um. I am now going to edit this and then I'm going to watch the last few episodes of Bridgerton. Is anyone watching Bridgerton on Netflix? I am mortified because I told my mother and my 95 year old grandmother to watch it because I was like, oh, it's a beautiful period drama with like beautiful costumes. This is when I was like one or two episodes in. Um, you must watch it. You must watch it. It's amazing. Now I'm a couple more episodes in. People are fingering each other. People are having sex all over fucking country estates. People are talking about Come, is just this a lot. And I've told my bloody mum and my nan to watch it. So pray for me. Let's pray that they don't watch it. Um, I also watched Night Stalker the other night and I truly shit myself. Um, Richard Ramirez, I don't know how he had women thinking that he was like some sex god he is the devil incarnated. And for the first time ever, I watch a lot of murder shit. And for the first time ever, I was actually terrified. I had to watch an episode of Big Mouth before I went to bed because I was just like, I am alone in this house with three girls. And if anyone comes to get us, what will I do? Um, and so yeah, Night Stalker, if you want to be terrified out of your mind, I'd highly recommend it. Anyway, um, what do I have to tell you? Any news? Any views? Um, my new design thankful necklaces are now available for pre-order on my little store and so are my notebooks. My notebooks are here. They'll be sent straight out. Um, But the necklaces just keep selling out every time I get them in. So I've just ordered way more um, and they're in the new design in silver and gold. So if you want to pre-order one, um they'll be in about two weeks time. So I'll post them out as soon as they arrive somebody left me a review saying that I talk about Patreon too much. It's only because I'm so fucking excited about it and I'm living it every goddamn day. I apologise if I am. I don't mean to make anyone feel excluded, but it's just truly been life-changing. If you do want to join it, um, I'll leave the link down below. We're starting our new book on the 1st of February. So if you want to join, I would do it on the 1st of February. I mean, you can do it before if you want, but um we're starting The Miracle Morning. So I'll also leave a link for that book down below for you to order it if you want to do it with us. Um There is something magical about doing it as a massive group together. There is something magical about it. It really does raise the vibration. Um, And we're doing a 30-day challenge of getting up every day and doing a miracle morning every day for 30 days. I, for one, am bloody excited. So if you want to join in with that, you know what to do. Anyway, I shall see you next week. Thank you for being here. I love and appreciate you. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5.